Y'all ready? We ready. Showroom, y'all ready? Good to go. Three, two, one. The solution. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Delicious Tears. I'm your host, The Solution, where we talk about a myriad of plethora of topics for 45, maybe 30 minutes or so. More or less in between there But once again we appreciate you all For coming back to the podcast As we took the hiatus Myself and the Toe Box would, We went all the smoke One of the shows Under the Delicious Tears Media Podcast umbrella But we also have a couple of other things Out here that aren't Podcast type things So I <laughs> Recently graduated from college Once again And um, Me being the type of student I am, I like to go for provocative topics. So the backstory of this is that my last class I had to take prior to graduation was business statistics. I always mess it up. Business to <laughs> business stats. All right, statistics. I always mess that word. <laughs> I have to think about before I say it. Got a little lips, slight lips right there. But I did not want to take this class last because this is math. And um, I was not in the mood of closing out my collegiate career again via a math class. So a little backstory with that. Um, a couple years ago, with my other degree, I took a math or liberal arts major. Just figuring it'd be a little easier. Than the cows out. It was horrible. That was the hardest C minus I got. I got a... Um, I think it's 74, 73 or something like that in that class. But I said, I will not. That was self-inflicted, by the way, too. I just was doing too much stuff. Had far too much going on. But anyway, with this particular class, it was really challenging. And um, unlike a lot of uh, professors, this particular professor, we had a uh, an actual multiple choice exam with some math problems and um, stat problems. Pardon me, she didn't like us to call it math problems. And we had to do a a paper, a final paper. So, I did one on a very interesting topic and I had to get this okayed because it was do a, a, do a statistical analysis on a, uh, a social topic, a relevant social topic, and you had to get it approved. So, dig this. My paper is titled A Statistical Analysis of Online Dating Apps. And I did this paper back in April. I submitted it actually the exact April 28th. And I talked about this paper with uh, my good brother, the Toolbox. I actually read it to him and everything. Read this paper to a couple people and they, they could not believe I did this. Now, I'm going to warn you that for this to work, I actually had to look at some dating apps for this to work. So I wasn't going in ignorant and blind. And it was mind-boggling the things that I came across and found out. So to prove a lot of the things that I hypothesized, I actually got math. You know, I did some math with it. There are formulas, you know, if you would like for me to, you know, send you all the formulas. And that's why I kind of wish I was in front of the camera right now, but I had to use formulas. So I'm going to get into it. I'm going to read the paper to you all, then I'm going to delve into some of the more um, poignant areas that makes this in episode on delicious tears 
So in the last 20 plus years, the dating landscape has transformed dramatically. The days of meeting someone at the usual social venue is not the norm. The internet and latter, the World Wide Web has changed everything. People are no longer limited by time, distance, and location because dating apps have changed how we date forever. Dating apps are now a new normal. Once considered taboo, still considered taboo by some, and the route for the insecure and those who simply gave up on the physical dating scene. Dating apps are now the place where the majority of people meet their meat. However, does statistical probability lead to success in the hopes of finding your next Tinder embrace? But hopefully you don't bumble your opportunity. See what I did there? See what I did there? I'm going to tell you all my grade I got with this too. So how did we get here? We can thank the computer scientists for the advent of today's apps. In 1964, a computer-based machine called TACT, that's T-A-C-T, was built by Louis Altfest. He and his friend Robert Ross, a computer program at IBM, to create a computer that would match people closer to home via a series of 100-word questions. Their prototype was called Project TAC, an acronym for Technical Automated Compatibility Testing. TAC would become New York City's first computer dating service. TAC's questionnaire is the predecessor to the questions you're often asked when setting up your online dating profile. Allfest became disinterested in TAC and came to view it as nothing more than a gimmick. Interestingly enough, his very own invention is how he met his wife. Mm. She was a reporter who met him for a date for sole intentions of ripping apart his dating service in the story she was going to write. Oh, women. <laughs> Choosing a dating app. Before analysis of the raw data reform hypothesis, a sample group is needed for the target result. The website ZDNet.com was used to create a top five dating list for analysis. This is their list and is accurate February 13, 2023. Hinge, considered the best overall dating app. Bumble, considered the best dating app for women. eHarmony, considered the best dating app for serious daters. Match, considered the best dating app for marriage. Tinder, considered the best dating app for casual dating. A quick operation shows the word considered was used in the rankings because the evaluation is based upon the people surveyed via ZDNet.com. It's important to annotate ZDNet.com was not compensated for their rankings as some websites I researched clearly were compensated for their rankings and evaluation of the dating apps. I did not want anything skewed. I wanted something that was a straight out flat line. I didn't want it twisted and, you know, kind of slanted. Clearly, we can see how the analysis of these websites can be skewed because their options will be used on these apps that aren't there for the target marketing the app was created for. An example is a casual dater has joined Match.com and does not get the desired results he or she wants and has a negative underwhelming experience. The casual dater will achieve better results by using Tinge, excuse me, Tinder or Hinge. Wealth income distribution represents a continuous probability distribution. So. I actually have a formula on here and I'm not going to bore you all with this, but I'm going to tell you how I came to this due to the sheer number of online dating apps and people that use them. We can surmise the population of those using the app is large. We must look at what fuels people's interest and why they click or more so now swipe right on a person or persons a variety of spice of life. And in this case, online dating, we'll need to use a discrete probability distribution function to get a statistical glimpse at what the numbers are telling us and I have an example of that. So I use the Lorraine Curves graph to show a comparison of the income in the US and tend to likes. The line of quality has been set and we can see income clearly fuels access to a desired dating market. 
Imagine that. It is important to remember users are no longer bound by their dating location. The days of dating constraints being local via our social spaces such as work, school, places of worship, mutual friends, and where the users live are no longer hard to determine factors. Users are competing with available potential matches globally if their settings are set as such. We must also factor into this graph and form that there are clearly profound winners and losers in the dating app world. This is clearly evident in the high range of equality for men due to the dating apps have exponentially more men than women using them. I wonder why. Laws of attraction are normal distribution of attraction. The cliche of age is nothing, but a number makes for a great song lyric, but there's also statistical validity to it as well. Studies already proven that women find men the most attractive that are in line with their age. Conversely, men find women in their early 20s the most attractive. Men tend to rate female attractiveness on the curve resembling normal distribution, with most women rated around average with less extremes. However, women grade the overwhelming majority of men as below average in attractiveness and only a small portion is above average. Hmm. Anybody uncomfortable yet? We must factor in elements of attraction involved with time. The graph shows below shows that a research group in rated women is more desirable than men in their 20s. But once they enter their 30s, this factor reverses. We can ascertain that once men enter their 30s, they become more desirable, while women become less desirable. You ever heard of the wall? The wall is real, people. I just proved it. By the numbers, I proved that the wall is real and that men get more desirable when they get older. So younger women are pursuing older men. Why? Because they usually have more resources. They figure the life out a little quicker. They say, well, I can't rely on my looks. Those are fading. But guess what? She damn sure gonna love this big house and this car. All right, and this check. If you do that same stuff. Anywho, desirability slash attractive was only graded not the fact that men desire young women when they get older. Some women desire older men when they're younger under the concept they are more financially stable and socially grounded, but those are opinions. However, the numbers and graph can lead you to make that assumption. All right, and I got a nice graph there, kind of proving what I just said, or you can take it as you may and use it however you want to use it. Using out the age of men and women on the desirably ranked graph of the four cities that were examined, we can create a standard deviation statistical example of men and women to determine how they swipe right or left on available potential interests. And the four cities that were used are New York, Boston, Chicago, and Seattle. Remember the movie Sleepers in Seattle? That was about dating. Show my age. Got a lot of graphs here and stuff. Scrolling through that. Next up is men lie. Women lie, but the numbers don't. The type of sex is yet another cliche, but is highly applicable in the world of statistics. When analyzing online dating, this cliche becomes even more prevalent. Online daters want to look their best when pursuing and being available for a potential mate. It's normal for users to post their best selves doing things they like and showing they are interesting people. However, the above formula gave us a glimpse that people aren't always telling the truth in their pictures and the numbers don't lie, but they also don't tell the full story. We have to factor in filtered and doctored pictures, untruthful accomplishments, and worse, not actually being single. The saying goes, there's an app for that, and there's also means there are apps for those who want to do nefarious activities in the dating world, but they're to be considered to be part of those who are single with good intentions in the dating app world as well. This means that utilizing the standard deviation to show why people aren't telling the truth is viable and useful information. In summation, that's in closing for some of you who don't write papers. The dating world is already extremely challenging due to explosion of online dating. We can also thank the pandemic for increasing normalizing online dating as our new normal. 
people still desire the connection to other people they didn't know during the global lockdown and online dating filled that void. Virtual meet and greets ensured the online dating world is here to stay in traditional ways of meeting a potential love interest or partner has taken a backseat to online dating for many. Finally, we can surmise that dependent variables that are inherently part of the dating app ecosystem depend on other factors. This is shown via the sheer number of dating apps that target a certain demographic and type of the potential dating app user. Y'all, my little references and all that stuff. But <clears throat> let's scroll up. Let's scroll up because I mentioned five dating sites and these are the big five, okay? Hinge is considered the best dating app overall, all right? Bumble, considered the best dating app for women. eHarmony, considered the best dating app for serious daters. It means you wanna be in a relationship. Match, considered the best dating app for marriage. And finally, Tinder, considered the best dating app for casual dating, if you wanna call it hookups and all that stuff. Now, what I found out by doing a case study with these apps is that there were quite a number of women on certain sites looking for the wrong thing in the wrong element. They would put uh, looking for something long-term and serious, but they would be on Tinder. Mm. Then you would see the narcissism would appear in uh, some women with Bumble. It says consider the best dating app for women. Why is that? Because women actually kind of lead. They control the interaction with uh, Bumble, meaning that you just can't message the woman that you swipe right on or left a star or comment, whatever, or something like that. Okay, They have to uh, initiate the actual conversation and they can cut it off too. But a lot of women are used to men pursuing even on dating apps and it says I can't read your messages well of course you can't read their messages you bone me all right you have to start the message why are you there you okay people don't read got it now if you're looking for uh, a, a long-term situation you're trying to get married and you're on hinge you're, you're doing it all wrong now another thing that I stumbled upon is that there were an element of women who were angry, angry, calling men dogs and all this stuff. Like how you're on a dating app and you're just rude. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. All right, I don't get it. Now let's talk about some of the pictures I came across. Most of the pictures were headshot selfies. Um. I'm a little traumatized by those, all right? Because I always say the, the person whose face is just smashed into the, the camera and that's all they have, uh, nothing but headside, you're, you're hiding something and you're not comfortable with you, okay? I always kind of put that in my back pocket, all right? Every time I see a bunch of headside, even on regular social media, what are you hiding, all right? And you, you're always talking smack, all right? Like you're the finest thing ever, but there's never a body shot ever. You're never standing up in any of your pictures, but you're talking greasy. Okay. The other thing is uh, the, the rambling about your degrees and traveling. Traveling is a very cliche thing on dating apps. 
everybody's traveling. Like there's even women demanding men to take them places, be passport ready to take them places. Have mercy. You know, and see the thing about social media is that you can be whatever you want, whatever you want. And it was kind of cool being a fly on the wall, but because of how my profile was written, I, I think I was very intimidating. Very, very intimidating to the uh, the women that probably looked at my pictures like, oh, okay, he might be a nice guy, but God, yeah, he's very direct and to the point. And I did it for a reason, because I really wanted to see. Like, how are you going to match with somebody and you're reading a manifesto? You read, wrote a manifesto about why dating so bad. Why are you here? Okay. Why are you at the strip club and you don't like strippers? Okay. <laughs> why who drug you here all right or you get the uh my friends made my account you know or the i don't know what i'm doing here then shut up i don't know how i got here be quiet all right uh then you get the activists on there you got the the presidential former president lovers on there that that date based upon political lines you have people that like to put their social awareness and date along those lines. I, I get it. You like like-minded people or they say be open-minded, but you're demanding that they go to church with you all the time. It's just, it's very weird. So the, the best way to look at online dating people, I'm not going to bust y'all over the heads too much with this. Is, is net fishing. You basically cast this wide net and you drag it along the ocean floor and you hope to grab something to your liking. You just pick out the shoes and the the milk cartons, but you're really looking for like a, a sunfish or something or a salmon you know? <laughs> or mackerel. I don't know, a grouper or something like that, but you got everything you didn't want. You got to shake it out and throw it back out there. So that's the best way to look at online dating. And it is very, um, there's even more sites than that out there. Trust me, but those are the big five. Um, they, of course, a lot of people are subscription adverse. There are quite a few people that say, I, if I'm dead serious, I'm gonna get a subscription because I really wanna see everything. Now the question is, hey, the solution, did you look at what the men are doing? I did, I actually flipped it over and I got to see what the men were doing. And it's it's very, I was very counter to what they were doing. I didn't have pictures of my car. I wasn't out hunting. I wasn't doing the the, uh, the gym pose. Um, I, I wasn't holding the fish. And um, I wasn't doing some adventurous thing like on a snowmobile. So I wasn't jet skiing or anything like that. There's a lot of stuff like that going on. Um, that, that, that's a couple of cliches on these uh, dating apps. There's, there's going to be hunting slash fishing going on. Men and women, by the way. There's going to be um, a whole lot of travel. Okay. There's going to be um, some political stuff in there that that's kind of weird, in my opinion. But hey, to each his own. And what else? What else? Oh, the gym picks. Oh, my goodness. Ladies, the gym picks. I, I get it. Like I actually respected the women that say they work out sometimes. 
Like your whole profile is you in the gym in front of a mirror. Teach his own. Alright? Teach his own. Well you're you're very uh devout about your diet. And I, I, I'm actually that that's okay because that could determine a lot of things within a relationship as well. Um you'll have people that really get super religious. I think that's kind of creepy. Um I read a couple of things and I guess they made their profiles doing the uh, Roe v. Wade appeal. Um, there was a lot of pro, you know, choice stuff, pro-life stuff going on still. And I like to say those probably older profiles that they probably don't even log in. It was just there. So it, it was odd. Another thing I saw too, there were a lot of Asian women who clearly weren't in the United States, but had like cities near me in their profiles. Who are you fooling? All right, so you got the scammers and all that stuff on it. It's it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, a lot of fake masseuse offering other services. You know, if you want that Deshaun Watson, you know, towel up kind of vibe going on. A lot of fake masseuses on there. I'm just going. There's a lot of ass being sold on these sites as well. So trade lightly. Uh, know the ecosystem that you're in. And um, apparently there, there's somebody for everybody. There's also people in there low-key trying to sell stuff. All right. Trying to embed it within their profile and everything. But um, I didn't see a whole lot of that. Those people are really slick. But I think uh, some of those websites actually have something kind of built in it to catch that. If you're trying to hustle on via their website. But, you know, hey, send us some comments if you, you found this interesting. Um, you, you can't do anything about this people because as long as we go out and we see a pack of women glued to their phones on social media twerking with each other with their tongues out yelling hey this is what we're going to have as long as you have you know people that are being unapproachable in social places because they glued to their phones this is what we're going to have it's not going anywhere the days of traditional dating are gone they're gone Oh, meet me at church. The church has a Snapchat or Instagram. It's, it's a wrap. You pretty much, this is how it's done. All right. That's how it's done. So get the swiping. But just be a good human while you're doing it. And I'm out of here. Peace. The solution.